0: Hello, and welcome to the TTI Distribution Download, a podcast where we talk about all things happening in the world of electronic components with the specialists of TTI. And now, your host for the TTI Distribution Download, Paula Renfro.
1: Hey, everyone. Thanks for plugging into the TTI distribution download. Today, we're back with our second round of conversations with Gia Hayes, Vice President of TTI's Military and Aerospace Group. Hi, Paula. Thank you for having me back. Thanks for hanging in with us. Last time, we talked about areas that TTI's mill Group specializes in. Today, can we dive into those um, markets just a little bit more? Specifically, for instance, what do you see as the primary areas for component technical advancement in this m- market segment? Sure. You know, over the last few decades or so,
0: we've seen a lot of technical advancements. And what's equally interesting is that so much of the mill standard or QPL type products are still being heavily utilized and are really the go-to for a lot of our engineers in this segment. But it's really all about size, weight, and power. Engineers are looking to increase efficiencies and just lower the overall footprint. So some of those traditional or standard products are being improved or redesigned, and that could mean lower profile, um, a miniature version like a micro or a nano with the same or enhanced technical ability. Footprints are getting smaller, and their request to have lighter weight products, but still performing to these harsh, rugged military or space applications is a necessary progression. Milero
1: is still about high performance, high reliability, and safety. So what are some of the challenges that this segment is going to face over? Let's just start with the next, you know, six to nine months this year um, and those new technologies or this demand for.
0: Sure. That's a great question. I think with commercial air recovering, um, you know, that's making an impact on supply chains with the ramp of narrow body aircraft. Leisure and business travel are gradually resuming to 2019 levels The delivery dates for these aircraft are expected to increase every six months over the next few years, so that's making an impact. Um, In some instances, production is already being impacted and delivery dates missed due to some of those extended component lead times that we've been hearing about. Those were not necessarily planned into customer forecast models, so this has led to pressure on rate readiness and really visibility throughout the supply base.
1: So we talk about extended lead times. Is this a situation that you would call allocation or is this different? That's a good question. I think that some of the products that we have
0: seen be on allocation are starting to improve somewhat, but we've also got other challenges with some of our interconnect or electromechanical where maybe capacity was added later. So you know, we hear a lot of discussion about there's a lot of inventory in the market, and that is true, but for military and aerospace programs... Because of the ramp up at the same time of Comair recovering and you've got geopolitical concerns, it's all just the perfect storm. Mm -hmm. So we still are in a risk mitigation environment, I would say, because, you know, some of those common electronic components that are used for both commercial and military applications, they're being impacted. Um, This is further complicating supply chain deliveries for both Comair and defense think we're going to continue to see aggressive launch schedules for private space companies. And then, of course, Evital. That's a, an emerging
1: market, and we can discuss that a little bit more later. So two interesting things, like who saw that coming? Space and Evital. So tell us a little bit. So uh, that's, that's electric ve- vertical takeoff and landing vehicles. Okay, so what does that look like? What's that technology look like? And what is the application?
0: Why do we need these? So, yes, um, Evital is super exciting because it is an emerging market and different technology. So you've got flying taxis that are going to save us time. Um, if you live in a big city like Los Angeles, it could take you two hours to get to the airport. You can hop in an Evital taxi and, and be there in 15 minutes.
1: Will these be autonomously driven? Right now, it could be autonomous or it could be pilot. You're going to need a pilot. We're going to need, I would want a pilot. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So can you tell us who's working in this space right now? Oh, sure. It's
0: common knowledge. I mean, you can Google Evital and you're going to find that it's Joby, that it's Archer. Um, There's a lot of really small startup companies, too, that are working on prototypes. So um, not only Evatol vehicles, but you've got to think about the infrastructure to support it. You know, where do these land? Where do they take off from? So it'll be a big business. It's probably,
1: you know, five years out still, but starting today. Yeah. I was just thinking about the infrastructure that we are, that we talk about, you know, for electric vehicles. Same thing. Not, Very same. It doesn't seem like it's quite as complicated, um, but still we need all that. We need the this infrastructure must be there. Right. Okay. So back to supply chain complications. What's your advice to overcoming these challenges now and throughout, let's say the 2020s? This is, this is not a short-term problem, right? Sure. So our OEMs in this vertical
0: space have really been focusing on diversifying the supply chain, whether it's better control of their statements of work or just visibility throughout their entire tiered supply base. You know, some of the sole source items that are on some of these bills of material are being proactively reviewed to make sure that an assembly or a product isn't completely dependent on one source of manufacturing. So alternates for components continue to be reviewed for same form, fit, and function. Rising costs are impacting uh, different bills. And as far as um, delivery dates, that continues to impact production as well. So TTI's experienced product and sales teams, they really do an excellent job making sure that we stay ahead of that curve, whether it be information on current market trends, or just being proactive, reviewing some of these products in the vertical, you can count on TTI to do both of those things and, and be a
1: really good resource. So when we were talking with the transportation guys, you know, this is not not so much um, passenger vehicles, but certainly um, electric vehicles. So they talk about the different um, type of engineer that, that they're working with and the different Expectations and needs in this electric space, this electric vehicle space. So, space, evatols. Are you finding a different engineer there with different needs? I'll speak to those separately because they are a little bit different. So, in evatols,
0: sometimes engineers that are working on these programs haven't really worked on aircraft necessarily. You know, is it a flying car? Is it a is it a small plane? So, I think they're trying to really be creative. In what they utilize from a bill of material, but they also might not have worked with FAA regulations either. So, you Mm -hmm. know, there's a mix of that. So, trying to help coordinate those efforts has been really interesting. And then on the space side, you know, when you think about NASA or some of these long term space programs, it would take years to change a bill of material. And with some of these privately held space exploration companies, you can change it in a day. I mean, it literally is that fast. Wow. If you can get it. Yes. If they can get it um, and if they can't get what they want exactly, then that's where we can help bridge that and come up with an alternative or a substitute or a better than
1: um, because really it's about the speed and what's available more than. Yeah. This whole soul, the whole soul source story. So if we go all the way back to the beginning of my career, your career, I know this is true. Please don't be soul sourced. But unfortunately, it, even today, we still see it today. That's right. Engineers and, and buyers, right, find themselves with, with one supplier on the, on the I print. think that the pandemic really
0: exposed a lot of that, too, though, because we had manufacturers that weren't able to deliver on product. And so what happened is as they are going through their bills of material, they realize that they've really put a lot into one manufacturer. And if that manufacturer cannot deliver it does take time to come up with something different so people OEMs they're being more proactive instead of it being out of need it's really out of more of a desire to be more nimble
1: it seems to me that that's where your team of of specialists of mill aero specifically um specialist where they really bring a lot of value. So so how does that work? How does your team work with with the branches across the country?
0: My team, like I had said earlier, we can either work at a corporate to corporate level or we work at a local regional level to support our branches that are you know, supporting some of these large OEMs. those secondary sources exactly.
1: and, and all that sort of yeah, thing. I'm right? working right. with our
0: suppliers. We've got a lot of great suppliers that we work with mm-hmm. that are able to help us with that too, identify what they're able to support and come up with prototypes or drawings, whatever
1: it is that the customer needs. I know when I was in manufacturing, it, and it's the same today, it must be, the engineers are trying to look forward and design forward, and the buyers are asking them to please look back just a little <laughs> bit. So your distributors or your friends, especially, making that um, bridging that gap with the supplier, and um, mm-hmm. especially if you're a contract manufacturer with lots of contracts going on, mm-hmm. right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what a great reminder of um, TTI's commitment to military and aerospace markets—from as we said, OEMs to contract manufacturers to specially subsystem manufacturers. So, how about next time? Let's look even further into the future and talk about where TTI is is going in space. Because uh, somebody told me that Troy DeCook from Houston is out in the hall. He is. That'd be great. We'll bring him in. Okay. So we will be looking forward to that conversation. For GIAs and everyone of the TTI Mill Group, I'm Paula Renfro, and I hope you'll choose to plug into TTI Distribution Download when we talk space with Troy DeCook out of Houston, Texas.
0: That's it for this episode of the TTI Distribution Download. For more information on any of the topics you heard about today, reach out to your nearby TTI branch at 1-800-CALL-TTI or visit us online at TTI.com.